Every day, thousands of hackers try to steal your crypto. But Arculus uses air-gapped technology by forming a protective barrier that insulates you from hackers and secures your crypto. Order yours at GetArculus.com. Hello, SEO 101 listeners. WebmasterRadio.fm introduces over 101 reasons to love your smartphone even more. Introducing the WebmasterRadio.fm mobile app, now available in the iTunes Store or on Google Play. Listen to SEO 101 live every Monday or download thousands of past episodes or download shows like SEO Rockstars, Search Pulse, The Daily Search Cast, and more. Download the WebmasterRadio.fm mobile app for iTunes and Google Play now. Welcome to SEO 101, your introductory course on search engine optimization. So, turn on your computers, open your minds, grab your mouse, and get ready to get back to the basics. SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm is now in session. Woohoo! Hello and welcome to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. This is Ross Dunn, CEO of Step Forth Web Marketing, and since John Carcat can't be with us today, he is on vacation at the moment. Good for him. Hope he's having a great time. My co-host is none other than the great, the awesome Scott Van Ack, Senior SEO at Step Forth Web Marketing as well. So, a bit of a Step Forth show, but that's okay. We've got lots to share. <laughs> How you doing, Scott? I'm great. This uh, summer-like weather has put me in a great mood. Yes, yes. Our office uh, doesn't... Uh, for all uh, anyone out there who's in milder climates uh, normally, um, we uh, don't tend to have air conditioning built into homes here. <laughs> I know, big shock being in Canada. But, um, it's really nice weather. It makes it a bit difficult to work, though. It's so freaking hot in my office. <laughs> but uh, I, I, oh well. I, I hear that self-facing, self-facing on the second floor uh, really warms it up in a hurry. Yeah. Yeah, and you're the same thing, yeah. So, woohoo, fun. Uh, so, where do we begin? Well, you know what? We've got a great question from Craig McKeechee on the community page. That's our Google Plus community page, uh, which you can find, by the way, by just going to Google Plus and in the communities area, just type in SEO 101 and you'll find us in no time flat. Easily our most active area and we're answering questions galore. So, you know. Head on over there. Uh, I think it's partly a good pitch just to get onto Google+. Plus. It's a very important thing to try. A great platform. I'm loving it. It needs some polish, but other than that, it's better than Facebook, in my opinion. So uh, check it out. And like I say, you'll get lots of uh, feedback from us because we're using it a lot. Now, uh, Craig's question was, what are your main problems or pains in running an SEO business or being an SEO consultant? Now, the reason Craig asked this is he's thinking about creating tools for us, and uh, not us, like as in Stepforth, but as in the SEO community. Well, <laughs> I said, no problem. We'll, we'll jump on that soapbox any day. Um, now, my first point, human cloning, not quite there yet. Yep, just like any business owner, I wish there was three, four, five of me, at least 10 of Scott, although that's kind of scary. Um, that's a and- great world, that would be. <laughs> Yes, I, I would live in that world any day, ten to me. I think all the hair salons would go broke, though. That's true. That'd be a problem for some businesses. <laughs> That's not bald, but, you know. I, I got something up there. You got something up there. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, you know, the other thing that I wanted to tie into that, because really this is what made me think of it, is I want to be able to provide more service per client, but because we do everything very custom, 
um, any good SEO does. Uh, you know, you're always working hand in hand with the client and trying to understand their business and understand their market. Do competitor analysis. We do a lot of competitor analysis. We do a lot of audits. All those things you can't really automate, um, at least at this stage. But, you know, I struggle to find something that will automate parts of my process. The research takes us, oh, God, Scott, I mean, hours. Wouldn't you say? Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I, I didn't realize you were coming to me. Uh, yeah, I mean, there would be a lot of things that you could automate, but when it comes to researching for competitor analysis and or website audits, but really, even even if you get the perfect tool that's looking to bring you back numbers and that sort of thing, you don't really know. You can't really trust anything that's out there. So you still have to do a lot of it manually if you really want to make sure that the data you're getting is accurate. Yeah. Yeah, and, and as a result, I, I think that that would be my goal. I mean, I would love to have a tool that, would, I mean, I, like I say, we don't want to take any of the value out of it, but there's so much elbow grease on, in, in a lot of the most boring research. We have to do like compiling numbers, compiling this, compiling that. And there's a lot of tools out there that do portions of it, but you still have to take all the time to merge the data because not all of them does one thing great and, or, you know, all of it great. You know, it's, it's, it's frustrating. So that's mine. What was yours, Scott? Uh, as far as just what, what some of the challenges are, yeah, or yeah, you know, I think one of the biggest ones is definitely educating clients. You know, they they, they tend to come to us and they have a lot of false expectations, or they may, you know, you know, they expect results to be overnight, but they don't realize that we can only do so much. Um, well, unless they want to up their budget, uh, you know, they they have a small budget, but they want us to build all the links and build all their content and get all these great rankings literally overnight. And unless you've got an unlimited cash budget, and even then. It just doesn't happen overnight, and and a lot of people don't understand that. Yeah, um, and, and I think when it comes when it comes to consulting, probably the biggest challenge or problem I face is someone will come to us. I'll I'll do up this audit with maybe you know a couple dozen great points of things they need to implement. They'll implement one or two of them, and then come back to me in six months and say, "Why isn't any of this working?" Well, you've ignored ninety percent of the audit. Like, of course it's not working, and it seems to be a pretty a pretty common occurrence. And and those that listen to us and and follow our advice. And I'm sure this is true with any SEO consultant. If they listen to you, it actually works. But a lot of them, they, they don't really listen. They just want the advice, and then they, just so they can say they got it, right off the expense, and then they, they don't even bother with it. Mm -hmm. And I wouldn't say any SEO consultant. I wish I could say any SEO consultant, but unfortunately our industry is not enough. that clean. <laughs> um, Fair but, enough. You know, your point comes across for sure. I mean, and I, the other part is false expectations. It almost doesn't matter what we say. Uh, it just, they have that expectation no matter what. And, and you know, part of the time I think it's, uh, I can almost hear them thinking, oh, you know, they're, they're covering their ass here. You know, we need to make sure, you know, they're going to deliver or what, you know, no matter what. Well, no, we're trying to educate. We're trying to say that you know, you're not going to get a ranking within a month or two. Uh, under a target, a really highly targeted phrase. Um, it's going to take some time. Let's work backwards. Let's go from the long tail phrases first and work our way up to the most competitive phrases. You're going to make more money that way, in my opinion, anyway, because uh, you're not going to be investing too much in getting a top-ranked phrase. It's going to take a lot of money to do because it's a lot of time, a lot of links, and a lot of 
content creation, etc., uh, just to get a ton of traffic that may not be applicable. A lot of times they want really general phrases. Um, whereas the long tail, if someone's searching for uh, a king-size bed in hotel in Victoria, B.C., well, hello, they're about to buy or are very close to it versus Hotel Victoria. No. It sounds great. Or King's Bed. Yeah. <laughs> now, part of the reason we say all this, and I know uh, other companies probably have similar answers but they, or questions or issues, I should say, but they would probably have a different take on it is because we specialize. Uh, it's not our ideal, but it's, it's fact with small and medium-sized businesses with very limited budgets. And as a result, like Scott said, they, we have to rely on the client to make the implementation. Um, I don't know how much of this is helping you, Craig. I know this is more processes-oriented. First bit, I hope, did. But um, really, it's important to get that up there, everyone, just as, even as a, a reminder, if you're working with an SEO, listen. I mean, that's the only reason you have them with you. If you're not going to listen, don't, don't hire them. Um, we assume you've done your homework. Well, if you've done your homework and you know they're good, listen, and then apply. Okay, soapbox. Now, <laughs> my last thing is kind of a question. I've been muddling over something. Um, if, and this is just an example of me, but I mean, my, the other SAOs might be interested too. If I created a question and answer service on a monthly subscription basis, because you know a lot of people have questions, but they just don't have the money to hire an SEO full time, you know, you'd be interested in something like that. I'm trying to figure out ways I can service more people, and you know, we can service more people. And I know this is an issue other SEOs have on a regular basis, affordably. And uh, I don't know if you are, uh, drop me an email so I know. I, I, the more interest I know is out there, the more interest I am, uh, I'll put into making one. Uh, my email is ross at stepforth.com. I'm also going to pose the question on our uh, community page, I think. I, I just, I, I think there's a need. And if we can help out, but on a reasonable basis and still, you know, keep feeding our children too, it's a good thing. Win-win. Now, what are you thinking along as far as how this would work? Like individuals would send in questions, you would reply uh, subscription based to that individual with an answer, or you get a bunch of people that submit and then send out like a newsletter style with answers to all the questions. What, what would, I would you think would uh, be the approach? I would think it would have to be kind of a question and answer resource site, uh, login only. Um, so a person would post a question to me, and it could be personal. Maybe we'd make it. Uh, uh, I've seen similar things where uh, you get one private question and uh, up to two or three other complex questions. Or not complex. I mean, um, they're all complex if they want to be, but uh, public. public. Yeah, so that I can post the answer on within the system. So potentially, any user in, in the network wouldn't even have to ask the question. The question could be answered already. Uh, it becomes quite a resource. You know, and, and if uh, we make the price right, that's for sure. I mean, and, I don't and know. then you anyway. know all the answers are vetted and answered by professionals, and not just random guys that think they know what they're doing but don't. Yeah. Now, I'm sorry, I, mean, the I don't mean to make this a pitch. I'm, I'm really just curious. Uh, we haven't, I haven't even put any more thought into it. It came up just the other day. But if I can help out more people that way, that's great. Uh, anyways, uh, let's take a quick break. And when we get back, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about cross-marketing SEO with social. There's a few things out there I'd like to share. SEO 101 will be back right after recess. 
became clear. This is how you sell with social. Have you tried to do CPA conversions using social PPC and failed? You're not alone. These days, Facebook, LinkedIn, and YouTube require true specialists to dominate. Brings definitive psychographic targeting, bleeding edge creative, and killer content amplification to the social advertising table. Aim clear. This is how you sell with social. Aim clear. This is how you sell with social. Ever wondered how you could have access to your own SEO expert, paid search specialist, or social media wizard? Looking for help with your affiliate, display media, or email marketing? Look no further than the folks at Fang Digital Marketing. Fang Digital specializes in both paid and organic search, social media, display, and mobile advertising solutions, and is staffed by industry veterans from Google, Yahoo, and one of the industry's most influential PPC experts. Fang Digital's award-winning staff stays on top of the latest in digital trends and offer tailored solutions so they can audit your progress and build a roadmap to your success. Learn more about their expanding range of full-service strategic marketing solutions at fangdigital.com. That's F-A-N-G digital.com. Time now for another exciting episode of Ace of Analytics. Brought to you by AnalyticsSEO.com. In our last adventure, our hero was fending off his evil nemesis, Rhino the Algorithm. That ruthless rhino has updated the algorithm again, and our website is falling down the rankings fast. Have no fear. Use our automated SEO tool to stay updated and to monitor your site with detailed reports. Or use our multi-site project management tool to manage all of your sites to stay on top. Take it from our fearless friend and be your own SEO hero with AnalyticsSEO.com. Who dares enter the sacred and awesome presence of the everlasting know-it-all, Yoga? My name is Barry Schwartz. I am the keeper of a greater magic, a power known throughout the universe as the... The Force? No, the Schwartz. It's something to check out. Discover the power of Barry, Rusty Brick Schwartz, and the Search and Your Roundtable on The Pulse. The Pulse. On demand anytime. Only on webmasterradio.fm. Never underestimate the power of the Schwartz. Okay, class, take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session. Only on webmasterradio.fm. And welcome back to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm. Hosted by myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Step Forth Web Marketing. And my co-host is Scott Van Ack, Senior SEO and Step, uh, at Stepforth Web Marketing, who's graciously filling in for John Carcutt. Thank you, Scott. I know I always start the last minute, but uh, it's always nice to have you on. Uh, now, Excellent. I love, I love it. Good. Cool. Well, the next bit is uh, I was going to go right into the cross-marketing SEO social. I'm going to get to it. But um, one of the most uh, timely uh, issues that was just posted today on Search Engine Land was uh, about exact match press releases. The, the links are still counting. Now, tell me a little more about this, Scott. You posted this, and it's a great one. Yeah, well, I guess about six months ago or so, Matt Cutts posted in a Google form, and he said, uh, I wouldn't expect links from press release websites to benefit your rankings. Um, and, you know, lately a lot of the push has been uh, that exact match anchor text and links isn't helping with rankings and that sort of thing. And so a test was done by Daniel Tan, and I'm sorry, I have no idea who he is, um, I feel like I should know his name, but I don't. But he submitted a press release and had the anchor text within it that said, in all one big long word, lease repress MM. So obviously, 
a made-up word. It's basically an anagram of press release MM and scramble it up and linked that to Matt Cutts' website. And within a matter of, I think it was a couple days, Matt Cutts' blog started ranking in the top ten in position seven for that made-up phrase, which kind of proves that the anchor text related to that link is impacting the search rankings for the site it's linking to. Um, which was pretty interesting because apparently that's not really supposed to work that well now, but at least in low competition made-up words it is. So uh, <laughs> it's definitely having a little bit of impact, um, but who knows how strong that would be in a highly competitive industry. I'm sure it wouldn't have a big impact, but maybe it would. I don't know. Oh, sure. Cover your ass. Now you've taken away all my compelling arguments. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't have enough proof to go on. It used to work. It used to work easily, but... These days, I, I don't know if it would work. Probably not. You probably get banned for spamming. I don't know. Well, yeah, and that's where I was, uh, what I was going to get at was yeah, a lot of the points you made there, which is, damn it, I should have talked with you about this earlier. Um, <laughs> it, was, it, it just seems like it is a good point, and it's definitely worth the news. Um, you know, this, this strange word manages to get Matt Cutts to show up in this top ranking. Um, and it does show that there's a relevance attached to a, a, an anchor, te the, the text within anchors. But yeah, I mean, really, does this have any? Does this have any basis in, in real world of marketing if it's not a competitive phrase? And, and, and I don't know whether it really does. I, I think it's interesting, and yeah, maybe it's one of those things where um, you have enough uh, pins piled on top of each other that they're ultimately going to hit the, the ceiling. But good God. I'm going to need a lot of them. Uh, <laughs> I guess uh, it was from a marketing site this this uh, press release was posted on. And, uh, yeah, I don't know. I guess there's not much more to say about it, other than the fact that take it all with a grain of salt, everyone. I, it's very interesting. And uh, thanks, Daniel, for doing it. I, I do certainly know your name. Um, not that you're listening. Uh, <laughs> but um, it's... Uh, it's, it, these are the kind of tests. I mean, I wish I could have time to do more of this stuff. It's pretty cool. It's always neat to see what works and what doesn't work. And and, and it is another great reminder, and this can't be strain, uh, strained enough, that what Google tells us is probably not often 100% true. <laughs> There's always ways to look at it a different way. So, you know, don't take everything Matt Cutt says as gospel. Um, he's very clever, <laughs> and he's often yeah, saying things in using words that are a bit shifty. <laughs> I think the one takeaway here, though, is press releases, you know, th this is obviously going to be more powerful because it's this made-up word. But I would say on even, on some level, they're always going to have some value, or at least currently have some value in those inbound links. So they're not something to be ignored. Um, certainly not to be abused either, but um, yeah. uh, it, it at least shows there is some value in those links still. Yeah, and there's actually it a community question on our, our Google Plus community about press releases, and I posted a link to that, so I hope you guys have seen, seen that and you checked out this article. It is interesting, and it's definitely uh, related. So th the next bit here is about cross-marketing SEO with social. Now, let me get to one of these points, but essentially a lot of people are thinking SEO, they're thinking social, but they're not thinking them both together very well because, frankly, it takes planning, and a lot of us are too busy to do that. But planning is beyond measure, very critical. Um, now, what you need to do, create great content. Duh. You know, we all had that bash into our skull enough times. But make sure it has pinnable images. Pinnable meaning 
that they can be pinned to Pinterest and, and, and not just a blah image. Try and make it as uh, interesting, relevant, and uh, something you would want to pin and, and share. Uh, next, uh, make sure that you have the proper sharing potential. Um, now, one thing I like to do is, uh, such as buttons and such, um, I love the add this uh, code and plugin. It's a, it's for WordPress a plugin, and it's just some code you can go by going to addthis.com. You can grab from there and add it to your site. The reason I like it is I've got this ability to add uh, URL copy. If someone's going to the top of your page, copying the URL, control C, you know, whatever, copying it, and pasting it on Facebook, it's going to add some tracking code to the end of that URL. And all of a sudden, you can see how many people were copying and pasting the URL. The URL. URL. <laughs> And that is a metric we normally, normally don't see. That shows up as direct traffic in, in our Google Analytics. Whereas in this case, add this will track that and will show you just how much more viral uptake there has been on your article or whatever by people copying and pasting the URL. You'll be blown away. I've seen three to four times as many uh, copy and paste versus shares. You, you might be just, yeah, you, you'll be dazzled. And if you've got a really good piece of content, you'll be just blown away how many times it's used. Now, uh, that's how you add this, this stuff. And also, don't forget to optimize each page for the open graph. Now, uh, a couple things here. Uh, Neil Patel, our old friend from the industry, uh, uh, he's, he's installed uh, open graph on his site, and he saw a 174% increase in his Facebook traffic when, I quote this, an image was next to my Quicksprout status updates. So by having an image, simple image, and this isn't stuff he's posting. People are sharing his page, and because he's got the open graph tags built into his page, they're grabbing the proper image that he's associated with that page and using that within results or within the Facebook post. It gives you so much control over what people see. It's essentially giving you absolute 100% control over the description, the image, and the title shown in Facebook search. Wow. Or results and search. That's pretty amazing. Uh, another thing was the Pinterest. Uh, <laughs> this is amazing to me. Uh, a, a recent study uh, showed that from over 10 million pins, comments, and likes, they found that the average retail fashion pin by a brand receives about 46 repins. So this is just a, uh, now this is the fashion industry. If someone pins a picture, they get the average of 46 repins. Now, we're keeping in mind that women are around 80% of the Pinterest user base, but you know, if that's at all in your market, go for it. Uh, now, ones that are already taking advantage of it are, the, are, are electronic brands. But other than that, a lot of businesses are completely ignoring Pinterest, and they're, and they're losing business from it. So keep that in mind. So when you do this, it's not just about creating a social post, a Pinterest post. It's about creating one piece of content with SEO built in, with Pinterest conceived of, with Open Graph conceived of, so it shows up properly in Facebook and Google+. Google+, follows the Open Graph as well. Uh, and Twitter is simple as, as well. You can use a, a bit or bite from the page, something that's really, really uh, engaging. You can set that up so when people copy and paste that, that that's going to show up. Uh, I've seen it done. I actually don't actually know the code and how to do it, but uh, I imagine it would just take a quick search. And uh, there, you have something that can be easily shared. It's going to give you that much more engagement. Now, let's take a quick break. When we come back, uh, we'll tie things up with a couple 
quick questions and maybe a little more news. SEO 101 will be back right after recess. Building better search engine rankings takes the right formula. Tracking those rankings is super simple. All you need is authoritylabs.com. Authority Labs uses automated daily rank tracking tools to monitor your site's performance or leverage their API to build your own tools. No matter what animal-labeled algorithms affect your ranking, you should be using Authority Labs. Unlimited users for no additional cost and white labeling can help keep your clients updated and save countless hours of creating reports. Whether you're running sites with just a few or millions of keywords, what you need is AuthorityLabs.com. The Web Marketing Association is now accepting entries for the 17th Annual International Web Award Competition. Web Marketing Award winners receive an image plaque, certificate of achievement, higher visibility for your company, valuable feedback from our expert judges, and links to your site from the highly ranked Web Award site. Visit www.webaward.org to nominate your company, site, or organization. The call for entries has begun, and the deadline to enter is May 31st, 2013. Go to www.webaward.org and sign up today. Oh, yeah. My day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use certifiedknowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. Welcome to the WordPress Community Podcast, the essential source for news and information on the most popular blog publishing tool on Earth. The WordPress Community Podcast, on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Okay, class, take your seats and no talking. Recess is over and SEO 101 is back in session, only on webmasterradio.fm. Welcome back to SEO 101 on webmasterradio.fm, hosted by myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Step Forth Web Marketing, and my co-host, Scott Van Ack, Senior SEO at Stepfork, who's graciously filling in for John Carcutt. Now, before the break, we were discussing uh, some of the cr- cross-marketing SEO uh, with social techniques. Uh, but what I want to get into now is a quick thing, a little rant, but it's, it's important. I think if, if, if anyone's not doing this, they need to. It's all about Google, the Internet Police. Now, uh, I, I don't know how much of this you keep on, up on. Maybe uh, some of our listeners are Google um, apps users, maybe they're Gmail users, maybe they use Google Docs, et cetera, et cetera. There's so many pretty phenomenal platforms Google has. But, you know, they're all regulated by one login in many cases, and that's your, your chief Gmail login, whatever it may be. Now, what happens if Google blocks you? They just decide, no, we, we think that you could be a problem. We think what you're doing could be a problem. All of a sudden, they shut down everything. You don't have access to your past email, anything. Well, if you do a search for, uh, quote-unquote, Google shut down my account on, uh, within Google, <laughs> ironically, um, you're going to get a lot of results, and they are bone-chilling. Uh, now, some of these people deserve it, you know, perhaps, but uh, the fact is I am 
100% certain there are cases where people didn't deserve it. They just made a mistake. <sighs> what do you do? Now, if you've got a Gmail account you've been using for all of your email, all of your client connections, all that stuff, and first of all, it's a mistake. It, it, but it's also very common. Now, what I'd like to propose, there's a few thoughts here. Um, now, <laughs> I love this, actually this analogy. Google, the Internet Police. Is this really something that we want? It's, quote-unquote, like giving a monkey a gun. He hasn't shot anyone yet, but is it a good idea to give the gun to the monkey in the first place? <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> no, no. I mean, no, I mean, no, not yet. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, now they have to police their own results, and the fact is they're so big now that they kind of are policing everything. That's just the fact. Um, but what's happening here is, uh, in the case that actually that spawned this, I found it on uh, is it Search Engine What? No, no, PCMag.com actually um, was this article, and it was about a person who had some malware on his site, and within minutes heck, seconds of Google uh, acknowledging there was malware on a site, it blocked it from any Chrome user. Uh, and anyone who's got a Firefox plugin, et cetera, for that, that shows any kind of banned content. Now, that took seconds. But once you remove the malware, how many days or potentially weeks does it take to get back in to Google, get that removed? You know, I had, the, I had this exact same thing happen to me, and uh, my site was hacked, my server was hacked, and it was the same thing. Google found the malware, took my site down, essentially, and I fixed it within a day. Everything was fixed. I had everything restored, and it was all good. But it was three weeks to a month before my websites were cleared up in Google searches without that, uh, this is a hazardous website or whatever the warning is that they give you. Um, also, almost a month of warnings, even though the problem was resolved long ago. Oh, God, that's scary. And, and you know, the, the, the author here, I um, should go on cited because he did a good, good job of this, um, is John Dvorak at uh, PCMag.com. He says, why aren't more people upset about this? And, and it's true. You know, really, we're, we're too complacent. And when it's going to happen to us, we're going to expect everyone else to help us, but there's no one to help us. No one cares enough because not enough people are being affected by this. But when they are, it's devastating. And, you know, what happens, and this is another point they made in the article, what happens if they block WikiLeaks or... or <laughs> If you don't like WikiLeaks, it may be a good thing, but or a legitimate controversial site that the government wants Google to block. All of a sudden, they just have to push a little button, and throughout every Chrome installation, um, that's a Google Chrome browser, um, probably Chrome OS as well, and even anything associated with them, that site no longer shows up. Yikes. All of a sudden, it seems like we may all need our own browser. All of a sudden, it seems like... Uh, uh, there will there'll have to be an open source browser that is completely um, open to everything. And it's, it's going to have to come by the looks of things. Now, a couple suggestions here. Personally and for business, get your own domain name and use it for email. It, 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 even if you don't want to have a website, use it for your email. There's plenty of sites online that will allow, or services online that allow you to host your email with them. Just get, you know, you set up the domain. They'll even handle a bit of it for you. It might cost a few dollars to get them to do it for you, but they'll switch everything over. So if you're a total newbie to this, they'll make it as easy as possible. Bang, you've got a domain. Now, why this helps? If Google decides to shut down your Google account, it doesn't matter because, well, frankly, you probably won't be there much anymore because you've got your own account. Um, 
but let's say you even even if you hosted that Gmail that that sorry that domain account on Google Apps, which is a, a platform that you can use your own domain and, and they they give you all the services. That's what we use at Stepforth. Then they decide they're going to shut all that down. Well, I still have my domain. I can go elsewhere. People emailing me Ross at Stepforth, they can still get me because I'll be the new hosting provider, but I still own that domain. It's not the end of the world. Just can't stress it enough. Really, the day that, I mean, everyone should really have their own domain. Heck, I even bought my kids' domains as soon as they were born, <laughs> just to be sure. <laughs> you, you know, on a side note of that, a side benefit, it adds credibility to your business. It does. And, but, you know, we're also talking about personal use, though, right? Um, and really, everyone's becoming a brand, even if they're not intending to be. I mean, you're online, everything's tracked. I know it's going to make everyone shiver, but it's true. If you ended up doing anything online that became financial, at least you've got your domain and it's got some clout. Good stuff. Now, from SEO perspective, never, I repeat, never rely on a domain owned by a third party. That's what, that goes for anyone who's got a uh, mysite.wordpress.org, uh, a blog, uh, what's it called, blogspot.com, any of those places where you're hosting your site within a third-party system. Never do that. You don't own all the credibility and clout you're building there. It's, it is not yours. If you want to redirect it, I've had people ask me this, I don't know how many times, I need to do a 3-1 redirect from my mysite.blogspot.com to mysite.com. No, you can't. Um, it, there, there may be a few, um, I'm, I'm actually hoping there are, a few ways to, to fudge it, but who wants to be doing that? It, it's a mess, and you aren't going to be getting all the, the clout that you built there and moving it easily to that other site. Uh, and if those went down... They're gone. Like, for example, um, what was that? Uh, oh, crap. I'm losing it. There was one recently that went down. Both sure that <laughs> went down. Anyway, <laughs> it was a social <laughs> site, and everyone lost their content. Um, and they give warning, but it, it still it happens. And do not, please do not get caught in that trap. Uh, domains are what? Ten bucks a year at the very most? Um, if you go to a cheap registrar, and there's no reason not to, um, that's that's enough. And hosting per month for email may be less than $10 a month. Uh, for that peace of mind, it's well worth it. Well, thank you everyone for joining us today. On behalf of myself, Ross Dunn, CEO of Stepforth Web Marketing, and Scott Anak, the Senior SEO at Stepforth Web Marketing, thank you for joining us today. If you have any questions you'd like to share with us, please feel free to post them on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash SEO101podcast or our Google Plus community page, easily found by searching SEO101 on Google Plus. You can also email me via Ross at stepforth.com and or you can reach John Karka at Twitter via at John Karka. Have a great week and remember to tune into future episodes which air at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern, every Monday on webmasterradio.fm. Until then, don't feed any penguins or pandas, and have a fantastic week. This has been a presentation of webmasterradio.fm. 
This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.webmasterradio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.